All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the Daniel Teaches Experience, episode number 20. My friends, we have an extra, extra special treat for you today. We are joined by the one, the only, Katie. How are you? I'm fantastic, man. How are you? Absolutely sensational. Now, you know what? Let's get to the root of it, right? How did this happen? So, I'm up watching Gary Vee, as I always do. <laughs> and then I see this one vibrant, energetic, enthusiastic character talking to Gary. And I'm like, whoa. I love this girl's personality. Next thing you know, I'm like, I need to speak with her. And boom, here we are. Katie, if you don't mind, uh, tell the people listening a little bit about yourself, a little bit about you know, who you are and, and what you like to do. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Caitlin Dundorf. I'm an 18-year-old senior from uh, Hillsborough, New Jersey. So what I've been kind of doing as of the last couple months is I've been starting a um, Instagram, and I'll kind of started there where I have a personal development and kind of motivational um, Instagram, where I've been kind of charting my journey as I go through trying to find my passion, trying to find my purpose, and really trying to find my path. So it all kind of blew up after talking with Gary Vee. It was at first something I started, and it was only a couple friends that were following. I think I had 83 followers at my highest point. So it was really something that I was doing. I always felt called to do something more and something bigger. From the time I was very young, I kind of decided that I wanted to live just a really extraordinary life and one that I loved waking up to every morning. And I called it my passion project. It was something that for years, I just felt like I was called to do something more and to do something big, but I didn't know exactly what that meant. I didn't know if that was a blog, a YouTube channel, a personal development workshop. I didn't know what that looked like. So this Instagram was kind of my first shot at saying, you know what, I've been planning this, I've been journaling this for years, thinking about it, I'm just going to take some action and see what happens. And then I ended up sending that text to Gary Vee, getting on his show, getting over 800 followers in a couple days, and I'm now just really taking off and continuing that journey to see uh, where my path takes me. That is so incredible, Katie. Holy smokes. My heart rate was, was racing up just listening to you. <laughs> Woo! So listen, Katie, I know that you've gotten tons and tons of questions about it. You're probably getting sick of it, but I no, have to. No, absolutely not. How was it like getting that text back from Gary or his team being like, yeah, okay, sounds good. We're doing tea with Gary V. This is your time slot and let's do this. Oh, it was absolutely unreal, my dude. It was just incredible. I, I had to make people read the text to me because I'm like, this can't be real. And I was probably, I got to tell you, for the first couple hours, I was rolling on the floor. I was screaming. I, I was believe screaming. you. I believe you. I went out you. And outside my front yard and just screamed and was dancing. Like, <laughs> my neighbors probably think I'm crazy. Not for the first time, but it was amazing. Like, I was just unbelievably shocked and excited because it, it wasn't a text that I expected to ever get a reply back. I literally just, I did it and I put it out there and it was like, you know what? I told my brother too and I was like, all right, I sent this text out and we'll see if he responds, then maybe I'll figure out what my path is. But like, he's not going to respond, right? Uh -huh. And he did. <laughs> so oh, man. It was insane. Wow. 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 Now, uh, Katie, for anyone who was unfortunate and hasn't seen that clip of you talking to Gary Vee, what is, the, uh, what, what is the, the title of the YouTube video called? Do you remember? I apologize. Um, I forgot. Ooh, I think it is. So I know it's Tea with Gary Vee. Um, let me look through. It's not a huge joke, so I'll put like the link down below, like and I'll, I'll tag it and whatnot on YouTube videos, and but it's all good. Give me one second because I can pull it up sure. right now. I have it actually linked to my Instagram account. Yeah, yeah, I know it's in your bio. Yeah, 
So it is two hours to prepare you for when quarantine ends, tea with Gary V. And I am on, um, if you want to skip to my part, I'm on 120. So beautiful. In. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Yeah. Uh, Katie, one thing that I absolutely loved was, you know, your little like Instagram videos after the whole Gary V thing, which yeah. you, know, you made addressing all the messages and the text. And, and the, I think the message that really, really spoke to me was you had this theme of like, guys, like, you know, Gary Vee didn't unlock my potential. It wasn't just, you know, I was, uh, you know, caterpillar and then he made me a cocoon. Like you always had that inside of you. You know, it was always going to happen. It just so happened that it was the right time and he could kind of guide you the right way. And, and what's the word? I'd give you the thumbs up so you could reaffirm yeah. your, your self-esteem. Yeah, absolutely. And as I kind of said on my Instagram account, like, so many people will never be on tea with Gary Vee, but that doesn't mean that you can't chase after your dreams. And that doesn't mean that you can't start something big and be so successful with it. Because I think for so long, I was just thinking in this mentality of planning and planning and dreaming. But then like I started and I started before I got on tea with Gary Vee, but tea with Gary Vee was really what launched me into believing that everything was possible and that I could do anything. But it just occurred to me as I was kind of, thinking about it and reflecting on it. Like, like I said, like he gave me that extra little push that I needed, but in no way was he the one to unlock my potential. Like I always was possible. It was always possible for me to do everything that I'm doing right now. And for the people watching, they're absolutely capable of doing whatever their heart desires right now without talking to someone famous, without getting shouted out by a Gary Vee or someone else. Like, you can start today and you have the power to do that. So for everyone who was watching and needed that push, I just wanted to be the one to say like, you don't need that. Do it today. Go for it. Love it, Katie. I absolutely love it. That is amazing, right? You're giving them no excuses to not start. Yeah. And I think quarantine also, we can look at it as something that takes away so much for us, but we can also look at it as an opportunity to lean in and reflect and to really reflect on those things that have been itching us to start something or to do something like we have for many of us so much more time than we ever would have. And I think that's really giving us an opportunity to lean into our dreams, lean into our potential and really go after and start building the things that we've been reflecting on. We've been dreaming about for God knows how long. I could not have said it better, my friend. Yeah. Uh, Katie, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. I'm 18. 18. 18 years old. Fantastic. Now, okay, <laughs> the great thing about this podcast is the biggest demographic is really people between the ages of 18 and that 22, 23 mark. You know, that's that pivotal moment where you want to talk about building a, an identity. And just like you said, right, figuring out your yeah. path. Who are you? What are you going to do in life? Um, you know, which way are you headed? What are your morals? Moving out, all that stuff. What do you think is, is one of the most challenging things about this age that, that we're in? So there are a lot of challenging things about this age, but there are also so many exciting things about it. And I think there's two different things. I think there's one getting out of this focus and this mindset that you're on a linear path, because I think for most of the people in that age demographic, you're coming out or just coming out of school and school very much culturally conditions you into thinking that you're on a linear path and you're not capable of really deciding your future or having a control over your life. So we're in this cycle of kind of going from one school to the next, one grade to the next, being told what to do, what to write, what to think. But now in this age demographic, we're really given this awakening moment where 
we realize we're in control, complete control over our destiny and we don't have to respond to someone else's idea of what our life should be like. So I think one really big part of it is understanding that and really coming into fruition where you, you completely understand that your voice is the guiding light that you should be listening to and your, your heart, what you feel like that intuition is telling you to follow that instead of believing you're, you're living someone else's life. Um, the other thing I think is super important is realizing that you don't have to have everything figured out. Because I think a lot of people, again, were culturally conditioned to say, what are you studying and what is your major and what are you going to do for the rest of your life? And I think that's a really hard question to answer at such a young age and one that if you get too concerned with it will put you in a trap hold where you kind of, um, you, you have a hard time believing that you can do so much more because I think you find out your purpose and your mission through the seasons of your life and the seasons of growth. And I think it's okay to not have everything figured out, but to really focus on your purpose that's going to stay true through the entirety of your life and realize that your purpose on this earth is not necessarily directly associated with your profession. So if we can really take inventory of who we are and what we want, and know our purpose on earth and try and figure that out through this process of self-reflection, then it makes that process of finding our mission, which is seasonal, and makes that process so much more liberating and exciting. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Katie, how, um, and this is kind of a weird question, but like you sound so wise in everything that you say. <laughs> like if you didn't say you were, if you said like, Dana, I'm 28, I'd be like, okay, great. Like, and I just, just feel like if I close my eyes, if I, if I was just listening to your voice, okay, at what point did you begin to think like this and, and speak like this? Like what, like, was yeah. there a certain time that you remember when that started clicking? So I have been journaling for almost all of my life. So a good seven years of my life, wow. um, which being 18, that's, that's a good portion. Yeah. Um, so I think from a young age, I looked around me and saw so many adults that were really living uninspired lives. And it went from a range of people who were deeply unsatisfied with their life to people that were just, you know, living day to day and they were okay with things, but they weren't really living that vibrant life. And from a young age, I just decided that's not going to be me. I'm going to live an extraordinary life. And that started with learning. That started with seeking out the people that I saw living extraordinary, happy, joyful lives and really learning from them and taking note of exactly what I observed in their behavior, what I observed in their, their habits. So that process started really young and it started with the process of journaling. So every time I would find someone that I called the lovely person, so I'd find a lovely soul who was living a lovely life that I admired. I would write down and just write, jot down my observations of how did they talk? How did they walk? How did they look at the world? And I really did that through years of my life and built up every opportunity to learn from that type of person. I would take it and I would journal about it. I would write about it. And that really just pushed me to have this lens of how can I learn from all of those pieces of people who are, you know, living the type of life that I admire. So it started really young and it just started from being observant and being curious. That is incredible. Holy smokes. <laughs> wow. Seven years of journaling. 
Yep. And, yeah. I, and one of the awesome parts is I have all the journals, the physical journals to really see the work I've done and the work I've put in. I'm a super big advocate of journaling because of that, because I've seen how much it's shaped my, my vision. And I have a really clear awareness of who I am. And that's so much thanks to these journals that I can look back on and see exactly who I was when I was 11, exactly who I was when I was 13, 14, 15, and what, what drove me. And for so much of that, so much has changed, but that vision and that purpose has really stayed core to who I am. And I, I try and hold on to that. So basically, like just the root of it is just reflection, right? Constant reflection yeah. journey allows constant you to reflection. look at yourself, analyze your life. Yeah, constant reflection and observation of really, I think it creates this lens where your perspective is expanded into looking and seeking the things that get you vibrantly excited about your life. So I just had this perspective that as I was going through my day-to-day -day life, I found those little pieces that were extraordinary, be it a podcast I listened to that day or a painting that I thought was beautiful or whatever inspired me in that day, I wrote it down. So now I have this log of just the most beautiful parts of my life. And that's really, as I've been more observant and kind of tuned into what I'm passionate about, my life has been filled more and more and I've been attracting those things to my life incredible you you really I, i'm a huge believer in that like you start attracting yeah. things you know the, the person that you are right the energy that you give yeah. out naturally it's, it's going to come back to you and it all just it all depends on what you focus on if you will attract what you focus on you will bring to you what you focused on and for me i just made that decision to focus on the lovely things focus on the extraordinary things and i really think that i'm living out that journey as i'm you know attracting more and more beauty to me that's just all thanks to that process of self-evaluation and focus. Incredible, Katie. That is su such a beautiful way to look at it. Thank you. I appreciate you're, that. You're very, very, very welcome. Uh, Katie, my friend, speaking from, so like I'm not much older than you, my friend. I'm 20 years old and I'm a huge, huge advocate. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm a huge, huge advocate of, you know, very much like, like yourself in the sense of motivation and personal growth and self-awareness and, and all those aspects. Uh, Katie, do you ever think about, you know, one thing that crosses my mind sometimes is in the future, if I ever want to do something like, you know, write a book or make an online course or counseling or whatever it may be, there's always a little bit of a voice that goes, well, Daniel, if someone's looking at you, you know, if there's a 30-year-old or 40-year-old looking at you, they would say, due to the, the age, you know, you're only 20 or you're only 18, what could you possibly know? You know, and it's yeah. almost like, what's it called, like ageism? You know what I mean? Like, do you ever yeah. think about that? Like people kind of like not wanting to work with you or not very big on you because they, they judge you on your age as opposed to what you're offering? Oh, absolutely. That's definitely something in my head. Um, I think that, however, anyone at any age has a story to tell. And I think there's beauty in a story from an 18-year-old. There's beauty in a story from an eight-year-old. There's beauty in every story and every age. And I think there's wisdom there too. Every perspective is going to bring something new to the table. And I think there's a lot of value in broadening your perspective to where you, you know, have the humility to learn from somewhere younger, younger than you. Um, but I also, there's another aspect of it. You know, I do have limited experience compared to a 40 year old, a 50 year old, mm -hmm. someone older, and I am no way, um, preaching the fact that I have all the answers. I'm very aware that I don't. And part of what I'm trying to do is instead of preaching the answers, try and ask those intelligent questions to 
prompt people to find their own answers because I think that is where in my kind of place I'm at that's some of the best value that I can add to people is to just share their journey and the questions I'm asking so that they can answer those questions for themselves. That is absolute gold. Holy smokes. Thank you. Thank you. That is such, a, such an authentic and such a genuine way to look at it. Thank you. I appreciate You're very welcome. Because I feel like, you know, oftentimes people, um, not, I don't like when I say like us, I just mean, you know, the young people who are 18 to 22, if you want to call them entrepreneurs or life coaches, sometimes they can get a bad vibe because a lot of them do go, you know, I have the answers or I can show you how to become a millionaire when it's not a hundred percent real. So one thing that I loved that, that you said, Katie was like, listen, even though I don't have the answers at the moment, you know, what I can do is I can give you the questions and yeah. indirectly lead the person to their own individual answer. And I yeah. think that is, that is so, it is so genuine. It is so thoughtful and it's so grounded, you know, and, and it shows like, and I feel like when people see you being real and being yourself and you're not selling a, you know, $10,000 online course, it, yeah. it's, you know, what's the word? People will definitely gravitate towards that. Yeah. And I think people can really excuse my language, but they can cut through the bullshit really fast and they can see when you're trying to be something you're not. If you're 18 trying to be a guru who has all the answers. Okay. That's great. But like, I think there's something to be said about having the humility to say, you know what, I'm not going to give you all the answers, but I'm going to do something better. And again, give you those questions, give you that journey and be a part of that supportive community with you. I could not agree more, my friend. I absolutely could not agree more. So, uh, Katie, I remember from, uh, from Gary's talk, um, you brought up uh, TED, that uh, yeah. one of your goals are to, to speak on TED. Tell me a little bit about that. So TED has always been kind of really core to, they, their mission is very core to my heart, very close to my heart. Um, something that I love about them. So their, their mission is to spread ideas that matter. And to me, that is so beautiful. I'm someone who kind of going off of a TED talk, it's called multi-potentialites. So it's someone who has many different interests and many different potentials and routes that they could go down. And I'm definitely a multi-potentialite, someone who has interest in technology, business, personal growth, entrepreneurship, psychology like I have so many different interests and I think TED does a phenomenal way of just giving people a platform to spread their ideas no matter what you know age you know whatever platform they have whatever background they have they just are spreading ideas that matter that are adding value to people's lives and I think there's something beautiful about the storytelling piece that they showcase so I've always always loved them yeah. Have you, have you looked at, you know, what it would be like to like send an application to them to talk to them yet? Or is it more of like yep. a distant? Yeah. I check their job applications all the time, probably on a weekly basis. Um, and I, I am connected with a few of the people who actually work there, which they're a couple of my favorite mentors that I'm privileged to be able to connect with and speak with. So it's definitely something on my radar, definitely something that I'm working towards and I can't wait for when it happens because I truly believe it will. I'm rooting for you, my friend. I love, I love your confidence, Katie. I love your confidence in like your, the statements that you make. Yeah. No, I think confidence is such a big part of kind of living out your dreams. If you're kind of going into something and you're not fully committing and if you don't believe truly that it can happen, then it won't. So I think so much, I wasn't always like this. It's something that I've had to build and I've had to build the confidence to be aware of how I speak, especially how I speak to myself and how I speak to others. Instead of saying, you know what, it's a long out dream that I want to happen, but maybe it will, maybe it won't. I know I'm saying 
it's gonna happen. It will happen somewhere in this universe. It's already happened, and I'm just waiting for that to come into fruition. Oh man, oh man! Do you hear that, folks? For anybody listening to this, thinking it might not happen, it will happen. Okay, it will happen. Katie yeah. said it, written in stone. Yes, absolutely. And I think when you come at it like that, you're really just telling the universe, "I'm ready." And the universe will respond to that. And you continue preparing. Like for me, I, part of the reason I haven't actually applied yet is I haven't found that clarity into my heart where I say, you know, this is the season. This is when you're ready. Um, I know it's going to happen, but I'm still in the process of preparing. And I think the work that I'm doing is so aligned with their mission and so aligned with my own that I have confidence it's going to bring me to where I want to go. That's incredible. So you're just, you're waiting on the lookout and you're really listening to yourself, listening internally. Yep. Is this the time? Yep, absolutely. Amazing. Yeah, my friend. That, Amazing. Again, that self-awareness key part is so key because I know that had I applied two years ago, had I applied four years ago when I first, you know, got attached to them, it wouldn't have worked out. And I think knowing yourself and knowing when is the time and knowing that you can have that mission, but you can know that, okay, now is a season that I have to build up those skills to get where I want to go. I think that takes a lot of humility and um, self kind of knowledge where you know yourself and know like where you are in your journey. But I think it's an incredibly valuable skill to say this season needs to be sent, spent on growth, on growing to the skills and the mindset that's going to take me where I want to go. That's beautiful. Katie. I would highly agree. I think it does take a lot of humbleness to really be able to take a step back and it just as soon as you said that my first thought was um i had the idea of starting like a youtube channel and social media back in i think like 2018 but i didn't actually act on it until 2019 yeah and i remember for a long time i was like man why didn't i just start the moment i had the idea and really yeah. what you were saying totally resonated with me because even though i had the idea i just wasn't like i just i wasn't ready really you know what yeah. i mean like I, I wasn't in the right headspace so i i totally agree absolutely and I think this, honestly, this point is very counterculture because I think our culture, especially kind of this hustle culture, tells you that immediately when you have the idea, you need to go for it. You need to establish yourself on every single social media platform. You need to be posting 10 times a day. Yeah. Like, there are these set in rules that don't really align with, you know, knowing yourself. They don't align with this idea of seasons and this idea of patience as well and creating sustainable models for growth and for success. I think they run into burnout culture, quite honestly, because you, as my brother has put it in conversations I've had with him, they create this ring of fire where you're spreading yourself too thin and you have this huge flame at first, but you burn out very quickly because you don't have that core. And I think knowing yourself and knowing what seasons need what is incredibly valuable perspective to really grow something sustainable, valuable, and powerful. So again, just knowing yourself and saying, you know what, sometimes I can have an idea, but I'm not always going to go for every single idea I have because I have the wisdom to know that in this season, I need to focus on this. That is so, so, so important. You're right. Not to act on every single idea. You're right. You're totally right. Absolutely. And I think when the time is right, there, there's also a very big difference between not acting on something out of wisdom and not acting on something out of fear or laziness. When you know that I'm, you know what, the season isn't right for this. That is very different than saying I'm too afraid or that takes too much mm -hmm. work. Like 
There are very different motivations behind waiting. So I think, again, that self-awareness part is key of really tuning into yourself and asking yourself, truly, why am I not doing this? And if the answer is fear, I'd say push past it, lean into it, go for it. If the answer is laziness, get off your butt, get some momentum. But if it is truly that wisdom to know that this isn't the season, I think there's tremendous power in that. I could not have said it better. I could not have said it better. You're right. I think the, the root, um, not the cause, but obviously, you know, why? Why are you not doing it? Why are you not taking action? And I think that there is a huge difference as opposed to, you know, I'm lazy versus, you know, I'm just, I might not be ready. Or maybe, you know, from a mental state, I'm just not in that position that I'd like to be. Yeah. And I think it's also, sometimes you can be saying that, you know what, this is something I'm going to put on hold because I know that there's something more important and more pressing for me to do in this season. Like that idea of seasons is something that I'm absolutely so learning about and have learned about in the past couple months of my life because I was very, I was a really high performing athlete and a high performing student who just kept pushing and pushing. Mm-hmm. And for me, I used anxiety as a performance enhancer to get to my goals. But in that, I created a really unsustainable um, pattern for myself where it didn't take in the needs of what I needed in that season. And I ended up crashing really bad and actually got very sick because of it. But basically the, the turnaround lesson from that was learning that in different seasons, we're going to need to go at different speeds. So there are some times that I'm going to need to go 100 miles a minute and that will be sustainable for a short amount of time. But there are other seasons I need to take and be more reflective. So really knowing yourself and what you need in every season is incredibly wise and important. Back to self-awareness, back to reflection, looking internally before we look externally. Beautiful. Uh, Katie, my friend, to uh, anyone who is uh, listening to this, whether to podcast or who's going to be watching this on YouTube, who is kind of in the same mindset of motivation and self-improvement, reflection, self-awareness, and they're thinking about okay, you know, let's say, you know, they don't have the biggest following on social media, right? They're not a celebrity. How can they add as much value as possible to other people? Um, oh, that's a great question. I would say be true to who you are is number one. I would say don't try and be a Gary Vee. Don't try and be a guru. Be you. And there's every, I believe every single person on this earth has value and has a gift to add to this world and has that purpose. So I would say absolutely know yourself, go through the process of self-reflection to know what value you can bring to this world. I think people rush to bring that value without doing this important act of reflection. And when you do that reflection, you really become clear on what value I can most bring to my audience. So definitely know yourself and show up as the most authentic you and people will gravitate towards that. I, one thing that I loved about your answer, Katie, was when you were saying it, it I think the thing that people are really, really going to like when they're seeing this or when they're listening to this is, you know, I think the word authenticity gets thrown, a lot, gets thrown around a lot, right? To be genuine, to be authentic. But when you have someone like yourself who everything that you've said in this uh, almost like half an hour talk that we've had already, everything yeah. has been under that theme. And it's like, like you can, you know, like you said earlier, you can tell if it's BS, 
right? Yeah. You can tell if someone is, you know, and sometimes it's, it's subconscious, right? Sometimes yeah. it's, you're such a big fan of Gary Vee that indirectly, you know, you're, you kind of take that persona or someone else. But I think there's something really powerful when you, I mean, you said it perfectly, when you become rooted in you are who you are and you don't come across as, as anything but that. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely, I definitely couldn't agree more. And I think that those two keys about self-reflection and authenticity are really the pathway to success in this field. Yeah, beautiful. Good. Hey, Katie, my friend, is there anything that, uh, like, listen, I know that I could sit here and talk to you for like hours and hours <laughs> upon it. Was there something that, that you wanted to get off your chest or something that, that you wanted to share that you're like, oh, I want to make sure we talk about this topic before uh, the episode ends? Good question. Um, let me think. Your questions are anything. amazing. I love them. They're so <laughs> definitely keep going with that if you're interested. Um, but you want to get off my chest. Anything, anything you've been thinking about, anything could be social media related, could be reflection related. Let me think. Hmm. Um, that's a hard one. You're catching me off guard. Yeah, my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. Um, I would definitely just say continuing this idea about self-reflection, authenticity, and seasons, and tuning into yourself. And also, I think... There's, so there's this rush that we need to post content, like I said, post huge amounts of content, um, do this many a day and like push and grind and grind and go. And I think knowing also that a crucial part of that is taking time to reflect and to connect with whatever your higher power is, be it a God or yourself or just the universe, taking that time to connect to what you feel like your higher self is and that connection, I think is incredibly important to really sustain the process and to guide you in wisdom because we can do this process on our own of trying to push and go and go and go and create and grind. But the more, you know, publicity we have, the more need for that we have, I think the more time we need to spend in kind of the classroom of silence, just, reflecting and connecting with that higher power in our lives to really guide us in wisdom um, instead of, you know, this grind culture that, you know, praises speed. I'm really happy you said that, Katie. I'm really, really happy you said that just because even from my own personal experiences, the amount of Instagram accounts that I follow that are about, you know, working every minute of every day and, and hustling and motivation. And even though on the surface, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, just like how you stated earlier, a lot of those things, if they're taken out of context, you, they can lead to burnout or to putting out content that you're not really happy for, but you're just doing it for the sake of doing it. So I think yeah. it is really, really important to, to put on the brakes and just, you know, take a deep breath, go out for a walk and just really think about, you know, who, who are you? What are you doing? What is this for? Absolutely. For sure. Love it. All right. Hey, Katie, my friend, I've had an absolute pleasure talking to you. I want to thank you so, so, so much for being on this episode with me. Katie, if the young men and young women at home want to find you on social media, what is your handle? Where can they find you? Uh, Katie underscore Dundorf. So that's K-A-T-I-E underscore D-U-N-D-O-R-F. Fantastic. Beautiful. And there you have it, folks. That is another episode of the Daniel Teachers Experience. Make sure, my friends, that you go follow us both if you haven't already. Send some love, and we will be happy to reply to all your DMs, right? I hope. I hope yeah, you reply. I was <laughs> just double checking. Unless you were like, no, no. no absolutely. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. I know. I'm teasing you. Take it easy, everybody. Bye bye.